And welcome everyone to Dark Feather Gaming. This is our gaming news podcast. As always, Thor here with Doc and Sasquatch Senpai. So let's break into this week with our new game announcements. Um, one thing we forgot to touch on last week. Strikers announced for the Nintendo Switch. <clears throat> um, it is Mario Strikers Battle League, and that is the soccer game. Uh, football, I guess, for all of you non-Americans. Um, it is a five versus five competitive game. So it'll be something. Um, it'll be competitive online four versus four. I'm assuming. I'm assuming they're going to uh, not have the goalie played by a person because that would be boring. It is called club mode. So you will have a static team of four people that are three other people that you play with a team of four. So if you're into competitive uh, soccer games and you have a switch, which means you can't play any other soccer game, you might as well pick this one up. Horizon Zero Dawn has topped 20 million copies sold. And this is, of course, combining the PC and the PS4 version. And is there a PS5 version for it? I don't know. Now, we're talking about Horizon Zero Dawn, not the new one. Zero right? Dawn, yes. Right, okay. I don't think there's a PS5 upgrade. You can obviously play it on the PS5 because of backwards compatibility, but I don't think they have any, like upgrade to ps5 version or anything like that if that's what you're asking yeah i don't know I, w- I was wondering if you knew if there was a ps5 version itself but however um forbidden west is supposed to launch what is that tomorrow tomorrow Damn. yeah yeah yep i wish i had a ps5 fortnite is um getting uncharted skins we are getting a so is G Fuel. Unchar- <laughs> G Fuel's getting uncharted flavors. Yeah, they have they have a special like uncharted tub they just announced. And that's more exciting to me than anything you can say about Fortnite. So I don't know. <laughs> well, Fortnite is getting two Nathan Drakes, one being Nolan North's voice Nathan Drake from the games, and the other being Tom Holland's Nathan Drake from the coming soon movie, which I've heard okay things about. You're also getting Chloe um, as well. And who's this other lady? Who's this other lady? <clears throat> and the movie skin of Chloe. So you're getting two Nathan Drakes and two Chloe's. A Warzone leak has revealed Snoop Dogg is coming soon as an operator. So there you go. They also announced um, Warzone 2 and Modern Warfare 2. Yep, it's supposed to be another new engine as well. Mm. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 just had a large update, which also includes the PS5 and Xbox Series upgrades. Now with a free trial. Um, this is version 1.5 of the game. Um, it's adding a ton new weapons, new apartments, uh, hairdressing mirror, rebalance of gameplay, um, loot economy, etc. Ray tracing uh, that is for PC and well, it's already been on PC, but that is for modern consoles, the PS5 and Xbox Series X. The Series S is not included there. Um, various visual qualities, spatial headphone audio, which is a addition only to the PS5. Every single other console except for the PS4 had it and PC had it. Improved crowd reactions, um, so just better AI, as well as DualSense controller features. Woo. I was playing on my DualSense yesterday and I... I don't know uh, if I noticed. DualSense uh, was only supposed to work on the PS5 version currently. Oh. So that's probably why. Got my hopes up there for a moment. I was. I, I, I love this DualSense. I just it's, wish I had all the uh, PS5 features. 
it is probably by, PS5. by far the most superior controller I've ever used from any system across the board. You're telling me it's better than the fucking boomerang Nintendo 64 controller? How dare you? Was I'm really, really was fond there. of specifically the Wii Nunchuck. You know, the Switch controllers are all the Wii Nunchucks, but just better. <laughs> I wholeheartedly disagree. I hate the Joy-Cons. You do? Really? They are too small for my gorilla hands. I mean, I have gorilla hands and I think they fit fine, but I also ha- I have like like little sleeves that go on them and make them a little larger. So, yeah, I just I just opt to use my my dual sense on my switch. Chance I get <laughs> how many chances is that? Pretty much all of them, unless I'm traveling. Huh? Interesting. It has to be docked for the for the dual sense to to work. Ah, okay. The USB port. Um, River City Girls Zero, the new sequel to uh, River City Girls, has two translation options available for players at launch, which was yesterday, the day before. A couple days ago now, I think. Yeah. Um, there is local. There is a literal translation as well as a localized translation so one is more akin to um being less insulting towards people and one is just a literal translation the localized the new localized translated script gets rid of some meaner uh more rude things being said uh like based on physical appearances just general rudeness and then just the you know Direct one is the original script translated directly and made to work. So if you want to play with either of those, that's an option, which it's kind of neat because generally most games just have one translation script. Yeah, and a lot of things do get lost in that translation when it gets localized. Yeah. Uh, Bandai Namco and From Software have announced the final two starting classes. Uh, for Elden Ring, which launches next week, you have the Confessor, which is a church spy ad- adept at covert operations, <clears throat> uh, using both a sword and incantations, and a Stemmer, a capable fighter from the distant land of reeds, handy with a katana and a longbow. So those are the final two classes you'll be able to start off as uh, next week when Elden Ring launches. Also, the Elden Ring specs were officially announced. Finally, uh, they're uh, they're pretty beefy, to be honest, for a game. Um, operating system Windows 10 processor Core i5 8400 or AMD Ryzen 3 3300. 12 gigs of RAM. Yeah, they, that, uh, that was really the only thing I thought was really demanding was the RAM. Like the, the processors are both like mid tier. And uh, the, the graphics cards are, are like last years good stuff. The, the, the processes are three years or newer. The RAM is 12 gigabytes is a weird but, number. Yeah, it's weird. But 12, um, I don't think is that demanding anymore. I think 15 is kind of I don't know. I, I, oh, I, I mean, I, I think that's most pretty people close probably to don't have more now. than 16 gigs. Just just average people. Yeah, I mean, in, 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 I only in, run 16, I think. Um, yeah, one it, thing here to note is that the game will not run on older versions of Windows. You do need 10 because it runs on DirectX 12. So if you haven't upgraded to Windows 10 yet, uh, it's yeah. free for you to upgrade to Windows 10 if you have 8.1 or 8 or somehow still 7 or whatever. Um, 60 gigabytes of storage, which is pretty small for a game anymore. Uh, yeah, everything just seems to be within three or four years. The recommended specifications are Windows 1110, um, i7-8700, or Ryzen 5-3600. Uh, 16 gigs of RAM, a NVIDIA GeForce GTX 1070, or a Radeon RX Vega 56. Uh, 8 gigabytes of VRAM for those, DirectX 12, 60 gigabytes of storage. So that little, uh, little last bit doesn't change much between the two. Also, Hello Games um, 
released another large update for No Man's Sky titled Sentinel. It completely overhauls the game's combat as well as adds a whole bunch of new Sentinel enemies, which are the robots that patrol the the universe that you can that your sandbox universe that you play in. Um, there they did an inter- there was an interview with Sean Murray as well, uh, the head of Hello Games, and he said that. They do not plan on finishing development for No Man's Sky anytime soon. And also, if it's something you want to try out and you don't want to purchase it, it is on Xbox Games Pass. So you can give it a try there. Nice. That is all the new game stuff that I have. Uh, Atlas has opened up a Soul Hackers teaser website, which is another one of their Shin Megami Tensei spinoffs. Um, <clears throat> the uh, the first one came out in 1997 for the PlayStation and then got a remake in 2012 slash 2013. Um, it was also recently on sale for the 3DS as well. Um, but we'll talk about it in the next section, I think. Uh, get it before it's gone. Yeah. Or just wait to see what this this new Soul Hackers is. I don't know. They they they've literally done nothing but put up a website with a countdown timer, um, and it, it wasn't like they haven't said anything about Soul Hackers in any aspect until this website went live. And they're still um, not saying anything about it. There's just a fucking website, right? They they've literally just done this. They uh, they did do a promotional stream that was super cryptic and they were like asking fans like questions that would uh like like real simple questions like what's your favorite color or stuff and it was somehow time i didn't get to watch it i didn't find out about it until afterwards because it was you know very sudden uh but we might be seeing either a a modern like full remake or a uh or a new entry into the series <laughs> Which I'm excited for because I love Atlas. Their games are best. <laughs> I just need to release them on more platforms. 100% agree. Maybe this is maybe this is a countdown and they're just going to drop Soul Hackers PC version on like Steam. <laughs> it's like and that's only all. PC. It's not releasing on anything else. It's just a brand <laughs> new game to fuck with everybody. Oh, man. PC players would be so happy. Oh, like we got an exclusive. <laughs> That's all I've got though. Um, I got kind of two that go into each other. I know we got a little bit more details about um because we talked about the, the Chrono Cross remaster uh last week a little bit. They uh the they have some new uh information on the features that are going to be out for the remastered edition so it's going to of course be 3d models converted into hd uh refined character illustrations uh higher quality music uh ability to switch encounters on and off uh background filters uh battle enhancement features to make combat easier and an auto battle function um but all of this has drawn attention back to Final Fantasy IX. Um, there's a rumor going around uh, months back that Final Fantasy IX was going to get the same remake treatment as Final Fantasy VII. Um, and this was a, uh, a leak from uh, – what was it? A database hack or something? I don't, I don't remember. Um, oh, yeah, NVIDIA. It was uh, NVIDIA's database uh was released Oof, and still still everywhere yeah and and that's where this initially came from was the final fantasy 9 remake but here's the thing is right alongside that final fantasy remake claim was a claim for quote chrono cross the radical dreamers edition so it's now that that's been officially announced and it's even called um, Chrono Cross, the Radical Dreamers edition. That's that's what this remaster is called, and that's what they called it uh, in that leak. So it's um, it's it's looking like that the things in that leak are much much more legitimate. 
um, than some people believed up until now. Um, so those rumors, those loose rumors about a Final Fantasy IX remake could be much, much more realistic. Most of the stuff in that leak has been proven true at this point. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I I'd say like keep your eyes open for it, and I don't know why they would they would skip Final Fantasy VIII, but I mean they skipped Final Fantasy VIII for the uh, HD remaster. Also, they find they put one out, but they went seven, then nine, then eight for, and at whatever reason, I'm sure they uh there there's a lot of of rumors circulating around why that happened, ranging from copyright issues with the music to having trouble finding the original uh source code and everything else but they never actually that i know of officially said why it's just speculation so um there's a good chance that it's the same situation and that will for some reason get a remake of nine and then a remake of eight but you know if i could get that that final or if i can get that that ps1 era final fantasy trilogy remade in its entirety i would be like i could probably die happy at that point well, if you're going to see anything about it, it's probably going to be around the launch um, of the Final Fantasy IX series. Mm. Oh, yeah, because there's a TV series coming out. Yes. Yeah, so that makes sense that they'd roll them out together. I don't think it'd be rolled out at the same time. I think it would just be announced or a trailer or something like that. Um, it definitely would not be released unless it was just like a... HD remake like uh, Final Fantasy XII Zodiac Age. Mm -hmm. And I don't think they'll do that because they already gave like an HD remaster like that for both 8 and 9. It wasn't quite the same level as Zodiac Age. They didn't like rebalance anything, but they did brush up the graphics and they added a few like quote unquote cheat features like times three speed and, and God mode and that kind of stuff to it. Um, so they, they spruce it up a tiny bit. So I, I don't think they'd go any further than that. I think that this is talking about a full-blown remake. But fingers crossed. Well, time will tell. Yeah. What do you got for our legal debacles and controversies? Um, The original Halo composers are suing Microsoft over supposed unpaid royalties. And this could also delay the Paramount TV show. Uh, Marty O'Donnell and Mike Salvatore are currently suing Microsoft for over 20 years of unpaid royalties. Um, if this injunction is secured, it's going to delay Paramount's TV show as well. Uh, any more filming and the release of it. Um, they have six faults they're filing against Microsoft, breach of contract, breach of fiduciary duty to develop the royalty income in a joint venture, breach of duty to act in good faith and fair dealing, failure to provide an accounting partnership, unjust and tortious interference. I don't know what tortious. I don't fucking know what that is. <laughs> That's a word I've never seen before, but it's probably not good. Um, so basically they're saying that their music actually is not licensed to be used in commercials and other mediums involving the Halo franchise. So we'll see how this goes. It could be that they worked on a contract basis, creating something for Halo and Microsoft was just being a good guy and giving them money anyways, and they'll lose it or Microsoft done fucked it up. Martha is Dead, a horror game coming to PlayStation, PC, and Xbox. Well, the PlayStation version's getting censored. Um, they're, according to the developers, Wired Production, or the, produ the publisher Wired Production developer, LKA, they announced that they had to modify the experience on the PS4 and PS5, which resulted in some elements being no longer playable or available. Um, the reasoning behind this is that some features are potentially discomforting, uh, potentially discomforting scenes and themes that may distress some players. You know, what distresses me in an MMO when I don't get my fucking drop for the 14th week in a row. That's what distresses me. So this is just such a broad sweeping reasoning that it's awful. And it's censorship, so it's awful. Um, I did discover what scene it is. 
uh, what it's referring to. Um, there is a moment in the game where your where you as the main character have to infiltrate a cult. To do so, you have to cut off the face of a dead child and wear it. <laughs> so you know, people honestly, have never watched llamas with hats. This is this is this seems like it could be a potentially discomforting scene and themes that may discomfort distress some players. But people playing a horror game are playing it for discomforting scenes that may distress some players. Fair. That's just the point of it. Yeah. But, uh, from uh, SIE Asian president uh, Atsushi Morita uh, said that this glorious censorship is focused on um, focused on a quote to meet global standards. So, yeah. Uh, if you're looking to play Martha is dead, probably best to avoid the Sony consoles. Bro, I just had an excellent idea for a game feature in a horror game. So check it out. You've got your your difficulty setting, easy, normal, hard. And then you have like a disturb factor, like fear factor setting to where you can set like how graphic and frightening of things you want to be shown. That way, if so you what, like you want a full Sony, on like horror ass, bottom. yeah, like if you want a horror ass movie, then you can set that setting. But if you want to just like go through the story and not shit yourself, then you have that setting too. You know what I mean? So it's I don't know. That'd be that I I don't I don't think I've ever heard of something like that, and I think it'd be a neat way to to work around that. Then everyone's happy, right? I don't know. Well, if it worked that way, they could probably still keep it in there, but they can't. So I know I. I I'm just saying, you know, someone hire me. They're going to hot copy it. It's <laughs> the stuff's going to be in the game and it'll require a mod to unlock. And I someone's going to find it. was jailbroke. Well, there you go. <laughs> People looking to buy GPUs from Best Buy will now find that they're locked behind a $200 Paywall. Excuse me. Best Buy is Best Buy is forcing uh, potential GPU buyers to buy into their total tech membership to be to have access to not even a guaranteed purchase of a GPU, but a lottery of the GPU. Developers love the new system. Yep, because um, you know what? They don't have to buy bundles with other parts they won't be able to sell. They will just make that $200 back. My question is, mm. does other things... Because I remember people making this huge drone about PS5s being available to GameStop Pro members first. And they're like, oh, you just buy away... No, that, that's like a total afterthought. You, I have a Pro membership because of all the other stuff, and then that was just an added benefit. So is it something that does a bunch of other stuff, or is it just you get you get access to certain products. I mean, it's, it's like Sam's club. Like it, you pay a membership fee, you get access to what they got. Like it, it's not a new concept. Oh, not. Yeah, I guess that's true too. Or like Costco or something, but, but yeah. again, though, in those situations you get access to it's, it's all or nothing as opposed to you can come in the store and buy 95% of our stuff, but you got to pay a premium to for us to unhinge this velvet cord and let you pass, which, I mean, I guess it's not – yeah, it's not really that weird, I guess. But it's it, – to me, whether it's worth $200, would it, it would have to come with other shit. Now, if it's $200 and, like, I also oh, – yeah, no, you, you, you get tons of other benefits from it. Like, it's – you get you, – you probably have the, the article open, which which says all the benefits you get with it. I don't, but let me, I can, I, I, I think though, like if you're installing your own GPU, you are using none of these benefits except maybe the free two day shipping and maybe I guess the return. But if you have to return said card, it's DOA anyways, and you're returning it to the manufacturer for replacement. Like you're not going to contact. suck. Okay. No, dude, this is to me. Okay. This is worth it because of this one item right here, the 24 months protection. Um, 
that's I've used that protection plan before. And normally when you buy a new item, like I've had it on my uh, game consoles that I've bought there um, and it ends up costing like 60 bucks per item. Um, so if you buy three major purchases there or more, it would already be you'd already so be saving not money. Really, 24 months, though, you have to buy another year to get that 24 months. So you're paying $400 for one item, which you're probably buying initially to get two years of protection. Yeah, there's another stipulation onto that protection. But I don't I mean, still, it's it's, you're paying two Walmart offer. Walmart offers like three years for twenty four dollars. The protection plan, though, just just for context, it's not like an extended warranty. It's insurance. If you spill your soda on your PlayStation, they'll take your PlayStation with the soda in it and just give you a brand new one. Most places just do that, though. Not not if it's your fault. They do like warranty stuff, but not if you like dropped it or it fell down the stairs or you spilled something on it or like something like that, unless you pay extra, you know what I mean? GameStop does that too, but it cost, uh, I think for my switch, it was a hundred dollars and it was like a hundred and fifty dollars for the, or no, it was a hundred dollars for both of them. But for the PlayStation, it's only a year and the switch, it was two years. But in any case, usually if you want a protection plan that like gives that works as insurance as a, you know, as opposed to warranty in, in the context that you could damage it and it be your fault and they still replace it, that usually you pay a pretty good amount for that. So if it's $200 and everything you buy there in the next year has that protection plan on it, that would be worth it, assuming you make a lot of your purchases at Best Buy. I wouldn't do it because I don't buy things at Best Buy often enough. But if you did, then I could see it as being worth it. That's, you know. Well, really, you're just getting 12 months unless you immediately buy another year. Yeah, that that seems and I see that in the I don't know, that, that seems weird. It would it would. Um, it seems to me. Well, yeah, I don't know. It, yeah. But it, so it's so instead of if you buy three items, it would be worth it. You'd have to buy six items. So that's that's what I'm saying. You're, that you, if you're, you're spending buying, like five thousand dollars to get any value of this, and that's within the first year. That, that's what I'm saying. If you like, but trust me, I know people that will fucking go spend. $10,000 at Best Buy, keep shit for a year or two, sell all of it for $7,000 on Marketplace, then go spend another $10,000 on new shit because they constantly want the new shit in their home. There's, I know people like this. They, uh, It drives me nuts, but they're out there. That's who this is designed for is people like that. It's it's the same type of people that like never buy a car. They just lease a new car and then turn in the old one. And they're yeah. constantly cycling through car leases um, because, you know, get having the shiniest, trendiest, newest stuff is more important than than saving a buck. I I don't get it, but it is what it is. I mean, I'm looking at my new egg purchases and my insurance I purchased for my card was fifty dollars for three years. That's pretty good. So. And I don't, I don't know. know. I still think this is just a giant ripoff by Best Buy. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not, don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to like defend Best Buy to I the know. nail. I'm just trying to explain where they're probably coming from. I prefer GameStop and their policies. Now, after I've bought consoles at both GameStop and Best Buy, I prefer GameStop. But, um, yeah. Oh, and also, there's a one card per customer rule. So. So these people looking to purchase cards and sell them for profit <clears throat> don't care about having to make new accounts and purchase, you know, extra protection because they're already marking it up two, three times. So they're making mm-hmm. back 50 to 150 percent. And someone like me who would like to upgrade both my computers are just fucking shit out of yeah. ugh, shit out of luck. A little bit of Valve news. Valve has banned a City Skylines modder who has been accused of hiding malicious code in his mods. So, yeah. Uh, User Chaos on the Steam Workshop uploaded various redesigned versions, um, versions of things for other games into the game, like different archistructions and whatnot. Um, And apparently... 
he's been doing this in multiple games as well. Um, the mod is blocking access from it's adding key loggers, viruses, Bitcoin mining software. It's blocking access to mods from other Steam IDs in particular. So you won't be able to use other mods in your game. Um, yeah. So he's, he's been crashing computers, Bitcoin mining through mods on. <laughs> wow. Mods on City Skyline this time. Uh, all of his mods have been removed from every single game. So good luck if that was you. Because you ain't going to buy a new card from Best Buy. Microsoft has announced new App Store principles and has hinted that it will open up the Xbox Store to other applications itself, like other storefronts. There has been a new... There is an announcement of their new principles. They'll cover four key areas, quality, safety, security, and privacy. Um, it says we will enable all developers to access our app store as long as they meet reasonable and transparent standards for quality and safety. We will continue to protect the consumers and gamers who use our app store, ensuring that developers meet our standards for security. We will continue to respect the privacy of consumers in our app stores, giving them controls to manage their data and how it's used. So they will not resell your data, essentially. Uh, accountability we will hold our own apps to the same standards we hold competing apps we will not use any non-public information or data from our app store to compete with developers apps fairness and transparency we will treat apps equally in our app store without unreasonable preferencing or ranking of our apps as our business partners apps over others we will be transparent about rules for promotion and marketing in our app store and apply these consistently and objectively and finally, under developer choice, we will not require developers in our app store to use our payment system to process in-app payments. We will not require developers in our app store to provide more favorable terms in our app store than other app stores. We will not disadvantage developers if they choose to use a payment processing system other than ours or if they offer different terms and conditions in other app stores. And we will not prevent developers from communicating directly with their customers through their apps for legitimate business purposes such as pricing at items and product or server service offerings. So much like how with on many mobile games, such as through Android and uh, iOS, through the App Store, say Fortnite, which there's that big, huge debacle going on. If you want to purchase something within the game, you no longer have to go through the manufacturer's app store to purchase stuff you'll no longer have to do a process through apple and then that process through the app the microsoft apps will just allow you to play pay the developer directly this is more than likely a response into the ftc looking into their activision blizzard acquisition uh hoping to say hey we're we're, we're being fair here let us buy this place Um, there has been an unofficial Magic the Gathering NFT project, and Watsy has decided, no, no, you can't do that. I love the headline from uh, fucking uh, Kotaku on this. Did you see that? I saw Kotaku's, but uh, PC Gamer had a pretty good one, too. Um, their uh, Kotaku's headline is, quote, Magic the Gathering loving crypto losers fail to understand copyright law. PC PC gamers was more akin to magic rules. <laughs> Unofficial Magic the Gathering project uh, NFT project interrupted as Watsi summons lawyers. Yeah, <laughs> I, I read this whole thing and I was like, "What in the hell is wrong with these people?" Because they did you list- did you read from them like they just don't understand how copyright works? Yeah, no, they they're literally like, "Well, but no, we only sell them to people if they own if they've bought one of the cards. They have to own the card to get them." <laughs> Bro, you're reproducing it though. That's oh yeah, that's wow, not anything. Yeah, they're. Magic stuff is in a weird place. So Watsy both owns it and doesn't own it uh, art wise. And the artist also owns it. So if they did this, they could be sued on two different fronts for the same piece of art. Yeah. I just don't know what. Yeah. None of their friends were like, bro, don't do that. That's stupid. 
like it hurt my brain <laughs> to read through all of this. Like my favorite, my my favorite little blip was uh, from MTG Dow. Uh, the the scarce magic format, which is just fucking <laughs> magic the gathering. The top of the ladder will theoretically be populated with the same deck as is winning outside of the MTG DAO formula format. These cards will be popular, will require a lot of MTG locked to mint them. The real fun in the format will be outside of the top 10 or 50 when new decks are being tried by players with more limited funds. That's just fucking Magic the Gathering. That is Magic the Gathering in paper, in arena, and in MTGO. That is just how the game works. <laughs> they hurt my brain. Wow. But yeah, Watsy has said, hell nah. <laughs> um... And they said we're looking at the NFT. We're looking at currently at the NFT and don't have any current plans at the NFT market and don't have currently any plans to move into it. And people looked at it as Magic is going into NFTs, which Magic <laughs> is pretty much already an NFT, just in physical form. Because if you own that card, you're the only one who owns that card. There's just other copies of it and still work the same way as an NFT. Wow, they're actually non fungible. They really mm -hmm. are. You can counterfeit uh, them just uh. like it would be the same as like, you know, right clicking and copying, saving a fucking NFT. It's not the real thing. Who cares? Mm -hmm. But I just like shitting on people who paid way too much <laughs> money for a PNG. Or rather a receipt that says they own a <laughs> PNG. Dude, oh my god. And you have something more on NFTs, don't you, Thor? I, I was going to say, that segues pretty well into my news. Is I Both of these articles are the same. They're both on the same thing, just different news sources for um, the same article, which is that uh, Scent, which is a prominent NFT marketplace, one of the earliest, um, has pretty much shut down. Um, they halted <laughs> transaction um, transactions for pretty much all sales due to quote rampant counterfeiting <laughs> all the tokens are being fudged and so they had to shut down turns out they're not non-fungible <laughs> after all yep all their non-fungible tokens are getting fudged and now they're shutting down <laughs> i also saw that there was a huge um copyright issue where people are using works not their own to create these tokens a la the magic, the magic the yeah one. exactly yeah yeah well and that's it's really screwing a lot of small independent artists because they'll like put their art out there people will steal it go make an nft out of it and make a fuck ton of money meanwhile this like starving artist is still a starving artist because someone else ripped them off and it's it's and there's it's going the rampant with that right now too and just with the nature of blockchain, these people ripping off artwork from others, they just can't be caught because yeah. that's just how it works. It's not anonymity. Yeah, it's nonsense. <laughs> uh, did you have something over in our legal debacles, Doc? I did. I, it was kind of a late edition, um, but this just came out like yesterday or the day before. Um the 3DS and Wii U online stores are going to be shut down. Rip. Uh, I believe 2023. You know what this just means? Nintendo's going to start charging $50 for 3DS games from the eShop. Fine with me. I paid $50 for that shit. It's a ripoff. The only way I'm going to get it on my Switch... But yeah, the uh, the shutdown will mean roughly a thousand digital only titles will disappear. Um, Four hundred and fifty digital only games for the Wii U, and around six hundred digital only 3DS games. That's a few. I just really yeah. hope that that's alluding to them putting all of those on Switch, so that I can like actually get 3DS games without having a 3DS. Because I'm missing oh, like so, a bunch of games that I simply can't play because I have an SP and I have a Switch, but I don't have anything in between. <laughs> and a new 3DS costs more than a new Switch. So 
my 3DS has decided it doesn't want to read uh, SD cards anymore, so I have to get mine fixed if I want to play the games I bought for it a, a month ago. See, here's what would be really cool is if, I mean, they'll never do this because they're Nintendo, um, but if they opened up the 3DS store, they just added it to the Switch store and then let you bring over if you, you know, if you have these games on 3DS, then you already have them and can download them for your (laughs) Switch too. Yeah, I know. I I know. I know. I'm just saying like in a perfect world, I know that I know. Sir, they have three versions of Monster Hunter <laughs> Generations from the 3DS on the Switch eShop. They're not going to let you port shit over. <laughs> I know, but could you imagine in a world? In a world where Nintendo's other redeeming quality is not only uncensoring their marketplace, but lets you <laughs> access your games. Bizarro world where you can access all your games in Nintendo and PlayStation censors nothing. Why does that have to be Bizarro World? <laughs> because our real world is not that. <laughs> because the real world sucks. So I don't know what to tell you. The child's face, like I'm upset. <laughs> oh. Sony will not allow potentially disturbing <laughs> and unsettling scenes in their horror games. But they'll uh, they'll let their Neil they'll let the Neil Druckmann self insert fuck Abby in <laughs> Last of Us too. So what do we got in our industry news then? Um, let's see here. YouTube has today announced that it uh, today being <laughs> um, let me scroll up today being February tenth. So you know a week ago after we were done with the podcast uh they have announced that they're committed to the metaverse um youtube wants to put their platform with the new levels of immersion into mm. said metaverse uh a quote that stood out from neil mohan the youtube chief product officer uh we're being big we're thinking big about how to make a viewing more immersive. The first area in which you can expect to see an impact is gaming, where we'll work to bring more interactions to games and make them feel more alive. It's still too early. It's still early days, but we're excited to see how we can turn these virtual worlds into reality for viewers. So, you know, VR. YouTube, YouTube wants to make VR games. That's all I got from this. <laughs> Which is odd because Meta took a huge hit. So who knows? Uh, we're um, over on the tech side then. I got one that kind of runs into it because I have three very related articles. Mm-hmm. Um, Epic Games has said they will not support Fortnite on the Steam Deck. Um, this is kind of odd. They will not be supporting it on the native Linux-based uh, operating system, SteamOS. Um, Valve has said before, you can install a copy of Windows 10 or 11 on the Steam Steam Deck, and Fortnite will still work there. But the SteamOS default operating system will not be supported by Fortnite. Uh, will not be supported by Epic Games for Fortnite. So... I would probably suggest just having, you know, a dual boot up for Windows anyways, for games that aren't supported within SteamOS, because every game should theoretically work then in the Steam library on your SteamOS if you're running it through a Windows boot. Mm. Uh, Their primary concern was cheating. They uh, easy anti-cheat, which is what most uh, most anti-cheat software the most used anti-cheat software there is now that is not kernel based, which is very specifically developed per uh on a developer publisher level per game um they're hoping that's not currently supported on linux let alone steam os so the steam os version there will no be no steam os version uh, valve is also partnering with iFixit to sell steam deck replacement parts um, they also released a new teardown video of the hardware too disassembling it reassembling it letting users see what there is um, this is an exceedingly consumer-friendly practice Valve is going off of. Um, so if you ever need a replacement part, you can just order it from iFixit no matter what it is if you have the know-how to fix it yourself. Uh, whereas That's you know cool. with most with most mobile phones or tablets or your iPads or whatever, 
you have to take them into a specific dealer to have it fixed with, uh, you know, parts ordered from ma the manufacturing facilities of those devices. Where this one, you go to a website, order your replacement part you need, and there it is. That's pretty cool, dude. Also, on this subject, Valve has released the entire Steam Deck CAD files to modders to tink with. Also super cool. You will be able to 3D print your own parts for the Steam Deck if you want to be a little larger, if you want the grips to be deeper, if you want the buttons to be more tactile, etc., etc., etc. That is like top-tier quality-of-life announcements. This absolutely is. Um, in fact, you could just print off your own faux Steam Deck right now to see how it feels if you wanted to hold it. The, like, these are cool. all completely released already. Um, Valve has said they released the files for all the tinkerers, modders, accessory manufacturers, or folks who just want a 3D printed Steam Deck to see how it feels. Um, this is all under a Creative Commons license even, so it's just out there. If you want it, you got it. That's Unlike really Sony, who will let you print a faceplate for your console. I know. Give me a break. Sony is not doing very well. I know. They're making it really embarrassing to be a fanboy right now. I mean, at least they bought Bungie, and they're not going to force all their stuff onto their platforms only. Yeah. That's all the, uh, the techie stuff that I get. So over in our movie, TV, and comics, I have a little bit more on something we talked about last week. So um, last week we talked about uh, the voice actor for Bender not returning yet, at least, uh, for Futurama due to a dispute over the offer. Um, and he added some clarity in a follow-up on this. Um, and I'm going to quote him uh, on here in part of this interview. Um, he says, quote, just to be clear... I don't think that only I deserve to be paid more. I think the entire cast does. Negotiations are a natural part of working in show business. Everyone has a different strategy and different boundaries. Their price. Some accept offers. Some hold their ground. Bender is part of my soul, and nothing about this is meant to be disrespectful to the fans or my Futurama family. So – it's it's he's he's not just about him because, you know, he's done really well as a voice actor and he gets he should be paid really well. Blah, blah, blah. He's he wants better pay across the board from Hulu to the entire staff of Futurama. Well, this just might do it, especially releasing something like that. Well, yeah, especially because like fans are not going to want to watch this if they recast Bender or if they kill him off or something like people are going to be pissed. So like they need him. And that's why he's doing this, because out of everyone, he's probably the most likely to actually stir up enough noise to get something done. So it's um, I think it's I think it's cool. We'll, we'll see where it goes. I, I hope something gets figured out. But apparently there's a hashtag for this now too called Bendergate. <laughs> Perfect. I mean, thinking of the cast, DiMaggio is the only one I really remember going anywhere else that I recognize. Mm -hmm. So there's that. There's the, the actress for Leela. She was on uh, Sons of Anarchy. That's about the only other example I can think of, like out of all of them, though. Yeah. All right, so what do we got in our favorite game updates? I think I'm, uh, you had a couple things on there, yeah, for uh, uh, Lost Ark? Yeah, I yeah. have a new favorite game. Yeah, tell us about oh, that. An obsession, if you will. <laughs> well, Lost Ark uh, launched to the public last Friday to a 10-hour maintenance cycle. <laughs> um, once again, an Amazon Games Amazon Games published game had an issue launching, but that did not deter the fan base within within how many days is that within four days it took second place on the total concurrent list on steam Damn. and each of the days it's been over one million players concurrent um when i checked before we started the podcast it was at like nine hundred sixty thousand, and um yeah it's been pretty fun for me you know docs played it a little bit you probably shouldn't play it with your completionist attitude <laughs> But yeah, uh, they're doing a, they're doing a bunch with it. Um, oddly enough, it's uh, it broke 
600,000 with just the early access people. And that is buying a $15 founders pack at minimum into it. But each, everybody could buy up to three of each pack. So anywhere from $15 to $100 was spent up to a total that you could do of $300 if you bought everything three times uh, just for early access. And then it doubled, let alone when the free to play people marched in. So it's sitting pretty, pretty well, despite some queue issues uh, in Europe, which uh, they've actually just addressed. They added a whole bunch of new servers and they split Europe into Europe West and Europe East. They added eight new servers to Europe West to go along with the Europe East eight servers. Um, they're offering some free stuff for the 10 hour queues that they were facing potentially. Um, a what is this pack called the explorer starter pack which for 20 bucks gives you 30 days of their uh, optional crystalline aura which is an optional subscription costs you ten dollars normally um novice progression support chest arcata meow pet selection box uh diarica warhorse mount and the character expansion slot so another uh, a seventh character addition to your already current six you can have which i think you can have up to 24 characters per server oddly enough uh the pet and the warhorse mount they are tradable within game so you can get yourself a nice little boost there if you want uh in your marketplace funds and also as a launch celebration gift on february 19th you know saturday um through march 1st if you log in, you will receive a gift. You'll receive a vehicle selection chest, um, a choice of amount, the Turpeon or the Turpeon of the Shadow, um, the Midsummer Night's Dream instrument skin selection chest, the healing battle item chest times 10, offensive battle chest times 10, legendary report selection chest times three, weekly trade potions pack, and Phoenix plumes times 20. Um, also, everybody will be receiving an extra an extra set of their founders pack items starting on Saturday as well, rolling out through the week. You'll just re receive an extra completely an extra copy of your founders pack that you, you got. So you'll get an extra mount, extra um, purchasable store currency if you want to use that or anything. Uh, so you'll just get a direct copy of everything. Um, there's no limits on to where you can redeem this. You can redeem it on the same character. However, two of the items will not be redeemable because you can't have two of the same title on your character. <laughs> that is all I have for Lost Ark currently. I got a pretty good trifold of updates here. Um, so the first one's for RuneScape. So for those who haven't heard, RuneScape uh, Double XP Live uh is going live uh tomorrow or i guess today um uh, if you're listening to the podcast via recording um so from the 18th to the 28th so the re rest of the month um you will receive double xp while your xp live is on for uh up to a total of 48 hours worth of gameplay double xp so 48 hours or the 28th whichever comes first um, as is their now kind of tradition to replace double XP weekend. Um, over in the Final Fantasy XIV side, a couple of things. First, um, automatic demolition will be resuming as of March 9th. So uh, automatic demolition has been paused, So, um, it, which it traditionally is after expansions, but it's been long enough now. So take note that this will return, which means that if you don't actually go inside of your house within a certain time frame, I believe it's three months. Um, oh, it, uh, um, it will demolish automatically. Um, even if it's a clan house uh, for your free company, somebody has to go in. It's not based on logging in. You actually have to enter the player house in order to reset the demolition counter. Um, so please keep that in mind and remember that you need to visit your house at least once every couple months. If you're not doing that, then you probably would don't need it anyways. I don't, unless you know, you're, you're just taking some time away from the game, but um, do keep that in mind that demolition is going to be returning. Um, 
and also Letter from the Producer Live is going live um, tomorrow, February 18th at 6 p.m. Pacific time, um, or I guess today, a few hours ago, again, if you're listening to this uh, in the podcast format. Um, so keep an eye there. You could check out our Discord, um, and we'll be talking about it, I'm sure, but otherwise we will unload that on our next podcast. <clears throat> then for Pokemon Go, um, they have updated information about the next uh, Pokemon Go tour, our second annual, um, and this gives us our answer for what will be at the end of the masterwork research. Um, last year in the first ever Pokemon Go tour, the master research, which you could – you purchase the uh, the ticket for – it was like $15 and you get a whole bunch of stuff. And one of the prized kind of gems is this masterwork research, um, which is meant to be very difficult and time-consuming but with a very good prize at the end. Last year it was a shiny Mew, which I still haven't earned, but I the only thing Maybe I have left is um, – I just have to hit level 40. That's the only thing I have left. Um, this one um, it hasn't said what the research is going to look like, um, though I'm sure it'll be equally as difficult to the last one. But the prizes are twofold, um, and it, uh, there's two Pokemon, but it doesn't matter which route you take in the research. Um, you'll get both of them either way. Um, and this is a new type of shadow Pokemon, which is Apex Shadow, which I guess is a step above shadow Legends. Pokemon. Um, and then the uh, counterform to that will have a purified version as well. Um, and so uh, they're going to they're gonna come with special moves. So Ho-Oh, for example, has Sacred Fire Plus. Um and then when you purify him, it changes to Sacred Fire plus plus, so it adds an extra benefit to purifying. Um, so they get kind of better versions of the uh, abilities that they would normally get. Um, so it's just kind of like a super version of the Shadow and Purified uh, Pokemon. Um, and they're going to be extending slightly uh, Season 10. Um for the Pokemon Go Battle League, so it's going to extend now until March 1st at 1 p.m. Pacific time, um, so an extra day. Um, and moving forward, they're going to be testing some new formats. Um, for the next season, the rank's going to cap at 20, but rankings will be invisible. Um, cups are going to rotate weekly. Um they're gonna do their normal attack change balances. Um and rankings for Season 10 are going to determine early registration for the Pokemon Go World Championship. And that's all I've got for my favorite game updates, and I think that clears us out for the week. Uh, what games have you been playing there, Sasquatch? Besides... Uh, take uh, a guess. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else? No, that is literally... Oh, damn. Oh. No, no, there was some maintenance time. I played Valorant and Magic in uh, oh, the new yeah. MTG set. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Kamigawa yeah. Neon Dynasty came out. It's been a fucking blast. So I've been playing on Arena. I went to pre release. <clears throat> that was a blast as well. Um, I drew with the other undefeated person. So we both got <laughs> maximum packs that we could without actually having to play. Um, so I've been playing that when lost ark's been going through its update cycle of a new mmo being released to a fucking plethora of people overloading the servers and joining <laughs> so it's been like every few days it goes down for a couple hours here or there so i play mtg arena then i played Valor a little bit but yeah it's been lost ark <laughs> it's just been lost Ark. yeah how about you doc i played some guilty gear i tried the new cyberpunk update uh, i've also played a decent little bit of uh Lost Ark and Final Fantasy 14. Nice. I have, of course, been playing Final Fantasy 14 and Pokemon Go. No surprise. Um, I have not uh, delved into Lost Ark. I'm scared that I won't come back. <laughs> but... want, me to, want me to send you some collectible <laughs> screens? No. That's not even um... all the collectibles in the game. <laughs> Uh, I've been playing a lot of Crash too. I've been really into the, I got the Crash trilogy and I've been like really into it. It's it's been a super awesome nostalgia trip. Um 
I've had also I get the yeah, and, and Dirt Wizard's over here laughing her ass off because she's giving me this look because every single time I start screaming and yelling, why do I play this game? This this is made for children. I, I I get so mad because I'm like, this game is made for children. Why am I having such a hard time with this? I hate this fucking game. And I'll go raging out because it's it is a hard platformer. It's it's a hard game. But yeah, that's going to sum it up for mine. So it looks like that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and come on, join us in our Discord channel so you can check out the uh, podcast live on Thursday nights. Thanks so much, everyone, and have a great rest of your weekend. Have a good night. Come join me in Lost Ark. <laughs>